Bellinger hits one way up there. Williams going back at the wall. Goodbye. Grand slam. Game busted wide open. You got a ticket tonight, and you were driving here hoping to see some offense compared to last night. You are seeing it early. Cody Bellinger had this high fly ball take a ride on some wind right to the top of the wall and bounces out. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, Cody Bellinger is really good at baseball. I'm just excited uh, as a Cubs fan. I could actually celebrate and enjoy this season a little bit more than I thought. I figured by this point, man, they'd be uh, right there next to the Pirates in the basement of the NL Central. Instead, they're in first place. And it's a beautiful thing. Back to Al Daly, Ryan Horvath, Ross Tucker, Dave Sherpan. And right now we're going to check in with Rex Byers, risk manager over at the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas. Rex, what's going on? It has to be uh, obviously a pretty exciting time. We got baseball going on. We got the Stanley Cup playoffs and then uh, NBA action. Gentlemen, what's up? Um, you know, I was sitting there last night. It was on Monday. I'd just been back after a couple of days off and was trying to do a little catching up. And I looked at one of the guys in the room, I was like, you know, this is crazy. We're in June, and we're, we have hockey playoffs, we have basketball playoffs, we have baseball, you know, all the stuff that's going on that's supposed to be in mid-April or whatever. I guess we're kind of getting paid back in spades on what we missed out on last year. So I guess we all knew this was coming and prepared for it properly, but it's still very, very weird to know that all this stuff's going to be coming to a head shortly, and then you look up and like, oh, by the way, where's your college football stuff? Whoa, what? What? <laughs> Excuse me? No, no, not, not yet. I, I was able to tell Ed, I was like, Ed, tell me when I need to have stuff ready. He said mid, mid-July. I said, thank you. It's 130 teams, and I have yet to start. So a far cry from last year when Jeff Davis and I at Caesar had to do all this stuff for ESPN by the time mid-March or early April rolled around. So I'm gladly enjoying the games and sweating the games that are going on now compared to the dearth of them that we had last year at this time. And me and my Belarusian soccer, which, you know, I could luck to anybody in Vegas that knows more than me about Belarus right now, at least the geography of it. Uh, Rexy, what's up? It's Dave. Um, I have a question for you about we were doing NFL season win totals. We did a draft uh, picking sides and totals. You guys put up the NFL season sides and totals for every game. How has the action been? And has anyone showed their hand on a team or two going through that made you kind of, you know, you and the boys lean back and go, hmm, what about this? I would say that the action has been about what I expected, which there hasn't been a whole lot to it. You know, generally speaking, there's a, a couple of teams that we talked about, and I, and I was on with these guys a couple of weeks ago and explained the same thing, that, you know, you, you, you wrestle with Green Bay. You know, you don't know what to do because obviously one player is worth so much to the point spread. And in addition to that, I'm really down on the other kid. Like either either whoever Green Bay decides to trot out there besides Rodgers is like a full eight to ten point drop off. That's how, that's how good he is compared to how bad I think the next guy's going to be. So it was how, impossible to come up with a number there. I think the one thing we really did agree on that some people have, have taken to some surprises from what I've seen in national media is, is how bad we think the Texans are going to be, uh, regardless of who's going to be their quarterback. I mean. The, it seems like it's not going to be the kid that was there last year and the year before the Clemson guy. And if he's not there, like I just, I, I can't make a case for them winning at all. I can't make a case. Be, I mean, they're going to win. It's the NFL, but being favored, they're not. And I think everybody's seen close to eye to eye with me on that was somewhat of a surprise, given that it's not all the way. You know, we're not all feeling the same thing necessarily outside that room. But there hasn't been anybody that that anybody's really tilting their hand to. I'm not surprised by that. There's just too much other stuff going on. 
for people to be tying their money up uh, on NFL games that, that aren't happening for months from now, even though in reality that you could be getting away the best of some of these numbers. So, you know, I, I think there'll be some stuff that pops up maybe a little bit later down the road because there's really not a whole lot of other people doing this yet or, you know, whether they even will do it for every game. So, you know, I would expect there might be a little pickup later on, but there's still not enough of a market for any of the wise guys to try to come in there and, and do much with it because the limits, you know, you're, you're getting 2,000 a game and 500 on the total. And that's just not going to be enough for some of these people. Rex, I want to go with more of a macro question, and that's just your job, risk manager, and what that really means. We get new listeners all the time on the different radio affiliates. What that really means and how you would interact. Dave was telling stories earlier about how a guy would come in and he'd, he'd want to place a bet, and Dave would have to go back and talk to the risk manager. So – if you can just dive into your job a little bit more and then dealing with pain in the butts like Dave and what that was like. Well, it depends on what side of the counter Dave's on. If he's on my side of the counter, I would never call any of my, my, my teammates that. Now, if you're talking about a guy who wanted the Giants and then wanted more and more and more, which is going to tie in a little bit to what we need you know, in the baseball. But I guess the job entails it's pretty simple. I mean, we sit there. And last night, I was able to watch the Knights, and we, we all saw what happened. The Knights were probably the better team for most of two periods. And, you know, it could, the, the post was their biggest enemy, and, and Drew Bauer played great. And, and in the end, the, the, the Avalanche won the game. And then the next thing becomes, okay, well, let's price game three. I was still there, and uh, there's no reason not to throw it up. So fired it up. Knights a small favorite and put it on the screen, had the puck line up there, put, uh, you know, a tweet out that, that we're dealing with. We were open for about 45 minutes after that game. Didn't really write much to it, but it was there. I wake up this morning and then they got the as the favorite. So, you know, I guess risk manager is part of the job that entails what we do after the lines are up. But I've always been a guy that makes numbers that date to my days in Costa Rica. And, and so the, the, the first part of the job that I take the most seriousness is the fact that I, you know, I'm able to price a market correctly and in in, to a term that, you know, we can say, okay, this is my number. This is why. And I could sit there and talk to the other people in the room who are both very good at their craft as well. Jeff Sherman and, and Ed Sammons. And we, you know, like I said, when, when it comes to something that involves other stuff and props in baseball, Randy Bloom also is good at that. So we've got guys that are pretty adept in what we think the market price should be. And, we're you know, there's no reason to whale anybody else. I mean, I, I think that we're as good as anybody when it comes to saying, okay, what the number's supposed to be and putting it up. And at that point, that's when the risk part, you know, takes over. You have to decide, okay, once the bets start coming in, how aggressive do you want to be with, with moving off a certain player? And, you know, some guys are obviously better at this than others. Some players are winning betters and don't necessarily get the best price. And then you have to decide, is that going to continue over the course of time or are the people that usually get the number the ones that are going to get the money? And, uh, you know, obviously for each sporting event, it's different. Each betting event is different. But uh, we had a guy, you know, this is this will tie into baseball. We're, we're absolutely drowned at two teams. One of them's Anaheim, which we don't – none of us really gave them much of a chance, so we're in good shape there. And the other one is the San Francisco Giants. We had a guy about a month, a month ago or maybe a little beyond that come in on a what was just a lazy sleepy Wednesday or Thursday night. Not a whole lot else going on. Basketball's already over. Guys, you know, stuck a decent number lifetime to the to the store. So, you know, we let him go for more than the limit, which, you know, you think nothing of it. And then, you know, move it. And, uh, you know, it's like, okay, he'll be done. And then he wants more on the Giants. And we're like, well, we kind of already extended it. And I gave him more. And unbeknownst to me, that wasn't the right call. <laughs> and Sherman and Ed are like, no, we've been doing it this way for a long time. We know you're new to kind of trying to extend somebody like this, but they've, yeah. they've already gotten more than their limit. There's no reason to, to give them any more than this. And just kindly explain to them that that's how it goes. I mean, it's, 
it's one of those where he wants he wanted more money at a at a worse price. And it's like, no, we've already done the courtesy to extend this guy enough. And and of course, like I say, we we were going to get beat to the Giants before this. Now we're going to get bludgeoned to them. So it's one of those things. Can they hang on? And if they do, you know, I'll have to answer some questions. <laughs> but no, I, I like I say, it was they they knew what happened, and I, I'm aware of the situation now. But you know, it's it's something that I've only done since for, for the Westgate since September, and. You know, every single office that I've ever worked at has a different philosophy. But for the most part, the, the people I'm working with now seem to grasp the fact that we're here to write bets. And that's what I've always been in tune to. Like I said, there's no reason to count on anybody else to write bets. Put the line up, and let's just start writing some business and see where it takes it. Rex, what does the book need tonight? We're in a weird situation tonight. I want to take a look at the association. Two games, uh, obviously the main event tonight is going to be the Phoenix Suns. It's an elimination game for LeBron James in the first round. Where's the money coming in? Because you would think, obviously, LeBron, public favorite, but this Phoenix team has gotten a lot of public support and interest as well, and especially uh, with this injury to Anthony Davis. We don't even know if he's going to be out there tonight. We don't know what it'll look like if he is out there. What are you noticing uh, tonight with the Lakers as small favorites, just minus two right now, two-point favorites at home over Phoenix in that game? Absolute guesswork. I, I can tell you yeah. that, that when, when, we, when the line was this way yesterday – Jeff Sherman went out of his way to tell us. He usually gets good information on the Lakers, being that he's from down there and has been a fan and knows some of their beat writers. He said go cheap on that game, and so we were cheaper and wrote some business to it. Now I think we're back in line with most everybody else. It's it's tough to say. I mean, we're we're way out to Laker future money, and you know, given our proximity to that area and the fact that you know we get a lot of that business every weekend, uh, people go out of their way to look for reasons to bet the Lakers. And it's a fine balance between trying to book to that money and trying to be able to book, you know, what the right side of the game is. You have, you have to be able to be cognizant, okay, well, what, well how, what do we stand to lose here, you know, if this goes sideways? And at the same time, you know, you still have to know what the side is. You can't be, you know, scared to write a bet on the, on the right side, you know, on the side that you're trying to need just based on where, where you stand um, volume-wise. I can't answer your question as far as how it's getting bet today. It's too early. I'm not there yet, and I don't get there till later on. And I, I didn't. There wasn't much to it last night when I left. I, I can say that the, the the Lakers would be bad for us in the future, but I, but obviously it's one of those you have to weigh the future book risk with what would happen if they were to get out of the series. And I think the more games, it's like the Knights in the hockey, the more games that they play, the overall better it is for business because that those teams generate volume. And they yeah. generate interest. So, you know, it's nobody wants to watch the Nuggets and the Suns in the next round. It's you know, just based on, you know, what, what, what they will bet. I mean, the Lakers against anybody, you know, against the Washington General would, would write more business than, than anybody that's not involving the Lakers. Now, that being said, I, I don't have anything to it personally, so I have no vested opinion. But I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm to the, I'm of the opinion that I think the Lakers, you know, and then I think Ed and I are both the same. It's like the Lakers just don't look very good. But until they actually beat James the fourth time or somebody does it, you know, I'm to the point where I, I since the Cleveland series when they were down three one, I'm I'm to the point where I'm against Golden State. I'm to the point where I stopped doing it. Like until yeah. he's actually finished, I just have to sit and watch it. I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. Rexy, I didn't realize that uh, you you're now a Dodger fan and a Padre fan pretty heavily. That's that's good to know. So I won't make any San Francisco Giants references anymore. Um, you're a horse guy. There's a big horse race this weekend. And I know you look at horses, you watch horses, you bet horses, and you're from, you know, a place that pays attention to horses. Have you handicapped this Belmont yet? And if so, um, do you want to share the with the listeners maybe an exacto or something that you're looking at? 
I'll, I'll share one horse straight, and then I'll share it from, the, from my experience. First of all, it's very biased. I'm, I'm pretty friendly with the folks in the Brad Cox barn. Um, mm. My best friend from back home is going to New York with him this weekend. He'll be in the paddock. He'll be marching. I was in the paddock with the group on Derby and Oaks Day. You know, I had a mandolin pin on. I had a mandolin bet. It's funny. Usually, all my, my trips home, I've been doing it You know, ever since I've moved to Hawaii from the Louisville area down to Costa Rica after that and then back to Vegas. Last year was the first year I missed the Derby since I left. And, and you know, it was better. It was great that Brad and his team were able to win, you know, four Breeders' Cup races, and he won the Eclipse Award. But, uh, you know, to be able to go home and, and watch the race, it was different this year because usually I pay off my Derby bets and losses with all the work that I do <laughs> winning money on Oaks Day and then the rest of the Derby undercard. This year was the opposite. I got beat up on Oaks Day and I got beat up on Derby Day and didn't have the money to <laughs> – <laughs> the dollar supers that would because they don't they, they try to eliminate the riffraff with the 10 cent supers because it would clog mm. the lines up so you now i hit the try hit the exacta would have hit the super if i had the, the actual funds and, and whatever to go as deep as i wanted to in the other right in that race but you know it's funny whether whether medina spirit wins or whether or not it doesn't i would have hit it anyway that's how much i pretty much nutted the race so for mm. once at least i got that race right and preakness was okay too although i was much more interested in betting circus matchups which i had a couple of them um mm. that won uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm looking forward to seeing what they put up this time. So I won't talk a little further down the field about what I like or don't like. But the horse on top, obviously, Brad's three-year-old that was favored in the Derby at Central Quality is the horse I think will win the race. Um, obviously, everybody knows he's undefeated before he came in fourth there. and Won a couple of great ones at H2. Um, I think Rock, Rock and Roll will probably be the pace setter. And it's not impossible that he could go gate to wire. I think it's happened three or four times this century. Um and I think known agenda will be interesting because, you know, he threw the rail in the derby and was about dead there. I think mm. it was as far back as 17th. And uh, traffic won't be an issue here, obviously. And, uh, you know, I just, I, it's, it's, the, he'll be the, those are the main threats, I think, but I don't think either one of them, Ron Bauer's not going to have his, enough room to get his, get his stuff rolling, run, rolling down the stretch of Belmont. That's only like 370 yard uh, home stretch there. So to come from out of it, it doesn't happen much. I think that uh, nobody's come from more than two lengths out of the top since summer bird back 12 years ago so you know it's it's the previous winners generally have not had much success here either i'm not saying that he can't win but i I just think that essential quality is a little bit better than all the rest of them rex thanks a lot man appreciate it we'll talk with you again soon that's rex buyers you can find him on twitter rex underscore buyers when we come back it's time for our best bets lightning bets here on betql daily